Welcome to Through Thick and Skin, a podcast about two sisters in business together on a mission to demystify skincare and aesthetic medicine, your online resource for unfiltered truth in a very filtered world. We're your hosts, Erin Jensen and Megan Patterson. You might know us from Instagram, where our business, The Treatment Skin Boutique, has garnered followers through the ever-popular Mondays with Megan Stories series for offering insight on skincare and treatments in an easy-to-understand, candid way. Backed by the expertise of Aesthetic PA, Expert Injector, National trainer and brand builder Aaron Jensen, we are here to drop knowledge, cutting out the bullshit while making you laugh along the way. Welcome to Through Thick and Skin Podcast. I'm your host, Aaron Jensen. And I'm Megan Patterson. And we are here for a very special episode. Yeah, we are just, uh, it might sound a little different because we're in Mexico and Mexico just hits differently. And Aaron brought this snazzy little podcast on the go setup, and we're actually recording this from our stunning hotel in Mexico. Aaron just wanted to mix things up. I just kind of blindsided Megan with this little baby microphone that she's holding right now. She, she totally was like, Hey, by the way. And I was like, Oh my gosh, (laughs) never not working. I'm always working. Well, we are not always together. So anytime we get 30 to 60 minutes together, I think we should capitalize on it. That's very Capricorn of you. It is. say that. Capricorn. (laughs) I'm more like, hey, I always celebrate my birthday. You're like, time is meant to be spent, not wasted on, you know, monetizing it. So how can we... Write that on my tombstone, please. Yeah, no, Erin is all about that monetization. So I'm more... Oh, no, I'm not. I'm efficient. Not monetization. There you go. Efficiency. There you go. Well, I knew that everyone would be very into what we're doing because... You are kind of the queen of Mexico travel. So, yes, that's very true. I wouldn't say I have, uh, you know, I have been everywhere in Mexico, but I'm very passionate. Uh, I would say it's the quality over the quantity. I did live here. And if you don't know that, then you need to go do your homework and listen to my episode about how I lived in Querétaro, Mexico. But um, yes, it has been asked by a few people, a few listeners, if I could do like a Megan's Guide to Mexico. So this isn't essentially that, but maybe it could be like an amuse-bouche for that initial episode, that eventual episode, I well, should that, say. I think that can almost be a, a series. You can't generalize all the places you've been to in Mexico in one episode. No, no, I could definitely have a series. But you know, a lot of I go to, I've been to many different places in Mexico. Most of them were when I was living in Mexico, but these days I kind of go to the same tried and true places. Since I moved back from Mexico, I go to North Baja, Mexico City, and like Caribbean Quintana Roo, south side of Mexico, Mm -hmm. with a few random places in between. So where we are at right now is in, in the state of Quintana Roo, which is the southernmost state of Mexico. Most people know it as Cancun is the main city here. That's the biggest airport here. Um, but we're not staying in Cancun. We're staying about an hour south, an hour and a half south. So yeah, we just kind of wanted to hop on. I mean, we've been putting a whole bunch of Instagram posts up and it's been drawing a lot of attention, a lot of questions and whatnot. So mm-hmm. originally we had this trip planned back in December mm-hmm. and we'd planned it that trip a few months prior to December And then the COVID storm that was America hit in December. And so Mm -hmm. we postponed that trip. And I think that's kind of where it came about. We had some airline credits to spend. And I don't know. How do we even... I mean, I know we're here to, one, to celebrate some of your birthdays, but <laughs> bir- plural. Birthdays, Only Megan would have plural plural birthdays. <laughs> what can I say? <laughs> I'm sorry. It is what it is. Oh, gosh. But I don't even know. I, I don't know. How do we like end up here? 
No, well, you wanted to have a trip centered around spa. Yes, I did. I did. Around different spa treatments. And so you asked me, like, what is my favorite spa in the world? And I said, hands down, the spot Hotel Sensia, which is where we're at right now. And I've been here. I came here four years ago uh, on a site tour, like a site visit. This was when I was a travel agent. So I was, I think I was working for Aoki at the time. Anyways, I used to just like roll around to hotels I was curious about and be like, I'm Steve Aoki's travel manager. Like, can I get a tour? And they were always like, oh, yes, please. Like, can we buy you lunch? Can we do this, that, or the other? So... I, I pulled that with, but really I wanted to know the product. I wanted to know mm-hmm. this hotel. So it was, I mean, it worked for me. I came back and I'm, you know, we're paying customers. So it did work in the sense that I know about this place so I could spread the gospel. So four years ago I came here and I was doing kind of like a, I was touring some different hotels and I just remember being blown away at this place. And I did a spa treatment here four years ago and I cried in the jacuzzi because I was so overwhelmed with how gorgeous it was. I remember you telling me that. I was yeah. like sitting in the jungle and I was just weeping because I was like, I can't believe this is my life. Like this can't be real life. It was the most exquisite spa experience ever. So when Aaron asked me, like, where's your favorite spa in the world? I was like, we got to go back to mm-hmm. Hotel Sensia. So this was actually our first time staying here as guests overnight. Whereas four years ago, I just came here to meet the general manager, have lunch and go to the spa. Um, so I've been dreaming of this hotel and Aaron was like, when should we go? And a couple of her PAs are pregnant and about to pop. And so we were trying to like manage logistics also with Redlands opening up, when would be the best time? And I said, fuck it, let's go for my birthday. Mm-hmm. And so it happened to be during my birthday, which I love traveling on my birthday. I think birthdays are very symbolic. I think there's something about in New Year's too. My favorite holiday or my birthday and New Year's <laughs> because I love the symbolism behind it. Yeah. I love like you go into a newness. So like, New Year's, you say goodbye to the past, you say hello to the future. My birthday, it's like symbol, you know, it's, there's symbolism in it, you know, like I'm now single. I wasn't, you know, a month or two ago, but now I am. And just like really cutting the cord on that. So I just love that travel can really just make that an even more special thing. And you had a full blown quarantine birthday last year. I remember coming with my daughter to your house And, and Dane, we, your son. Oh, too. and Dane. My God. And we just dropped a present off out of the car window drive through. I think you had a bluestone on to greet me. It was. And I was like, happy birthday. You know, Bye. I was actually in a pretty good mood at that time. I, considering it was like, that was the week when they were like, no, really. Like, don't even go to the grocery store. Yeah, it was weird. It's crazy. It was so awkward. And I had so many beautiful friends come by and drop off. Like, I had one friend drop off Phil's coffee for me. I had another friend drop off a 12 pack of Topo Chico for me. I had another friend drop off another 12 pack of Topo Chico. They know what I like. And then you dropped me off a really awesome present. And then I got like Ruth Chris takeout and I just like danced alone in my apartment and I was, it was actually fine. So this birthday was to make up for that. And you know, I mean, you didn't have to ask me twice where I wanted to go. And so I was excited that you were down and also you haven't had a vacation um, in a long time without your kids. No, I have not been away from my kids more than maybe a three-day weekend since they were born mm-hmm. so 10 plus years and i had not really been away from them this whole past year because of covid i mean yeah. we're very fortunate that we have you know grandparents in our lives and they have maybe spent the night with grandma or gone on a little camping trip with grandpa but nothing this long so we were actually gone for a total of five nights six days i've not been gone that long for my husband before and it was really no that's a trip you must really like him <laughs> 
like that blows my mind that you still like, like got yeah. to lunch with him and stuff you live with him and you still want to eat lunch with him and I'm i like, work with him i can't i cannot fathom i really that. like him yeah <laughs> yeah but, you know but i'm not a big traveler so you know and i, I travel with my fr- girlfriends but it's it's literally like the, the three nights you know thursday to sunday you come home sunday go to work back work on monday mm-hmm. so this is a big deal for me and, you know, I did have some stress and anxiety around it. Very excited, but still, you know, not being gone for my kids and they're sad. And, you know, it's half on their spring break, having that mom guilt. But the second we got here, like, you know, mm-hmm. I forgot about that for a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so this hotel is not very publicized. It's not uh, marketed heavily. It doesn't need to be like the people who know. No. Mm -hmm. And so I knew about this hotel because of my past life as a travel agent. And this hotel is part of a a hotel group. Well, it's not even a group because it's independent. This hotel is independent, but design hotels is kind of like a independent boutique hotel aggregator. So if you go to designhotels.com, it's just a website where you pick the country or you pick the locale. So say you want like ski or swim or things like that. And it just shows you the most dope independent quirky creative cool spots mm-hmm. and so for design hotels they have a few, they have a handful of properties in mexico and this is one of them and i was obsessed i mean i've been talking about this property for years you have been for five yeah. years or so um so yeah we we arrived and so i knew how far away it was i knew what to expect that it's very jungly it's very private it's super exclusive you know it, they knew we were coming um, we had the head concierge like meet us and walk us and have us tour the property and like gave us welcome drinks and just like the attention to detail has been unmatched. There's nothing I've ever yeah. seen like it. Well, we forgot to mention we almost didn't make it here because our flight was canceled two days prior to the flight. Yeah. So this is the thing, you guys, like if you are traveling, you always have to keep your shit tight. Like I keep... I mean, even when I do a weekend or like a trip with my girlfriends, I have an Excel spreadsheet of like their departure times, their arrival times, their confirmation numbers, the departing city, the arrival city, the car service, confirmation numbers, phone numbers. Like I keep that shit tight. So uh, we were leaving on a Wednesday and on a Sunday I was with Aaron. I was like, okay, let's review everything. So like, let's make sure everything's confirmed. I was referring to my spreadsheet. And so I went into my app, my United app, and it said the flight had been canceled. And I was like, oh, hell no. So I immediately get on the phone because when an airline cancels your flight, they have to protect you. So that means that they have to put you on another flight or offer you like a full refund, no questions asked. But most people don't know until it's like, like I happened to catch it. And then what, maybe an hour later, you got an email? Correct. Saying that the flight had been canceled. So they alerted us, but I had already been knowing for an hour. So I'm scrambling to fight with the 300 other people who have are looking to be repurposed or like to be protected. So luckily I'm very proactive. And also because we were flying business class, that means that there's only like 10 seats that we have to be put. Like it was just, it was, it was very stressful because we, yeah, we just want, we, we like to fly business class because we get more stuff done in business class, bottom line. And I, I don't apologize for flying first or business class because I'm six feet tall and I do a lot of work when I'm in business. I cannot, as a big ass woman, do anything when I'm sitting next to two other people. Yeah. So, Make your point programs work. Well, yeah, because we, we earned these, we, we paid for these flights with points. Yes. So we flew United down because it was a red eye LAX nonstop to Cancun. That was why we picked it because yeah. we're efficient. 
So we wanted to, you know, Aaron wanted to tuck her kids in at Wednesday night and then we drive to LAX and then we wake up in Cancun at 5 a.m., spa service at 9 a.m., like car service arranged, all that stuff. So when I found out the flight was canceled, I got on the phone with United and I was like, so what are our options? Mm And they're like, oh, we don't have any. I said, that's not good enough. I said, okay, well, there's nothing nonstop direct. I was like, fine, fuck. So like our option was to either like burn an entire day and take a daytime flight. The thing with when you fly from the West Coast to the East Coast, you lose two to three hours. Mm -hmm. So you're not only flying five hours, but then you lose three hours. So when you leave LA at 7 a.m. to get to New York, you land at 5 p.m. local time. That's a whole day burned, you know? So we wanted to still have a red eye. So what they did was put us on a flight that connected in Houston. Yeah. That was the best we could get, which, I mean, it wasn't that, it, or our other option was um, to pay outright on a different airline. Because yeah. the thing is, is that this airline did not protect me on any airline. They just protected us on United only. So I, I found like a really cool nonstop direct from LA to Cancun. But since it wasn't their airline, they wouldn't put us on it. They'd mm-hmm. say, no, we'll refund you and you have to buy that ticket. Well, guess what? When you buy a ticket same day, it's exorbitantly expensive because yes. there's it's supply and demand. So if there's only one seat left, it's going to be the most expensive seat because it's a demand for it. Yeah. And I think travel prices have gone up. When we bought our tickets back in December, January, it was still like COVID shut down. I think a lot less people were traveling. Yeah, I do. But I also think it's just the, de- the, de- the, the, well, need sure, the demand day. drives yeah. the, drives mm-hmm. the market too. So, I mean, yeah, if you buy your ticket really out far out in advance, that means that there's more of that product. Yeah. So the way they price the airline seats is like, say for instance, in business class, there's 10 seats, you know, four of them are going to be priced $200 each. Then the next two are going to be priced $800 each. Then the next two are going to be priced 1000 And then the last two. So the people who grab them up the cheapest, mm. you know, so like there are people who their full-time job is to price airline seats. I actually had a friend who used to do it for United, actually. And it was really fascinating because I would always pick his brain too. Like, is it seasonality or is it because you buy it on a Tuesday? He's like, no, it's just supply and demand. So um, anyways, so we, we locked in our flights, thank God, you know, because it was just, I mean, if we didn't get the flight, I think we probably would have canceled the entire trip, mm-hmm. you know, because it's just efficiency is a big thing for us. So we got in, you know, we got to Cancun airport. So when you fly internationally, you have to go through customs and it seems like at every Mexican airport, like all the flights land at once. Mm-hmm. So everybody is like charging the customs line. You don't pee before you go through customs. Hell no. You hold that and no. get in front of the and line. And I don't even take the escalator. I run down the stairs <laughs> holding my luggage. Like I try to beat out everybody because, you know, it's just, you know, you, you get there, you got to make sure your forms are filled out. When you fly internationally, you have to fill out a form. They rip off a piece of it and you have to hold on to that form or else if you lose it, it's a, it's a big issue. And then you you get your bag and then you go out into the lobby of the airport and it is mayhem. Mm-hmm. Like it is swarms of people, tour guides, taxi cab drivers, tour operators that are just kind of like, hey, hey, come here, come with me, come over here, come over here. And a lot of people think like, oh, like when I land in Vegas or LAX, like, oh, I just grab a cab or yes. I get an Uber. You don't do that in Cancun. Like you have transportation arranged and they're holding a sign and you like follow them mm-hmm. and get in your van. And so that's what we did. I had that arranged. I had the hotel set it up. So we had a cute little sign that, that had our name on it. And we were like, we like ran through the crowd because it could be very overwhelming and it could be a little intimidating. It only took us maybe 15 minutes to get through customs. It was so quick. Yeah, it was quick. And we had our paperwork filled out and they just asked what we were doing here. And 
and whatnot. So yeah, it was fairly quick. It's just like when you, they move fairly quickly, mm-hmm. you know, it could just feel like you, you're like, gosh, I just want to get my trip started as soon as you land. In Cancun, the main hotel drag is fairly close to the airport, but that's where you have like the mega resorts, the all-inclusives, the huge Hiltons, the Hyatts, the kids clubs, the, you know, stuff that's not really my taste or my style, but it's a, a really, you know, the water is like bath water and it's, it's crystal blue and it, it could be a really great experience for a lot of people. But for us, we were looking for something a little more intimate. And we were really had this trip one for your birthday, but also it was kind of a, a research and inspiration trip. I gained a lot of inspiration from the, for the treatment from businesses outside of the medical field. I think that what sets us apart, mm-hmm. anything from restaurants, hotels, um, just personal service experiences. That's what I want to see. And so I just felt after this past COVID year and us opening Redlands, I just wanted a fresh perspective on some other businesses that do hospitality very well. And mm-hmm. that's where you, we picked out the two resorts. So one hotel, Sensia, and then another resort we'll get to. Yeah. So we don't find inspiration from other med spas. Um, that's not our source of inspiration whatsoever. Uh, it's really more of like, uh, what would a line, like a treatment client would also appreciate this experience mm-hmm. in a restaurant, in a cafe, in a hotel, in a hair salon, in a furniture store or, or anything like that. And so, um, yeah, so it's, I, I am always inspired when I travel. I always bring a journal when I travel. Uh, I have journals that are specifically for traveling. So I journal on my flight home and just kind of keep track of things. Like, I, you know, I, when I was coming back from Iceland or no, where was I coming back from? Portugal, I can't remember. And I just, and I, and I write down so I don't forget. I'll be like, I met this guy and he offered me a this and I had this really amazing meal at this restaurant. And oh my gosh, I made out with that guy. I forgot what his name was because I always forget it. Um, so I love writing down um, in my journal. I think it's really important to remember things, but also just trying to be present in the moment is really, really important. And just kind of seeing, not only just meeting other people from other places, like we met some really cool people here that we wouldn't have met at any average resort, you know, and I think this type of product, meaning when I say product, I mean this product as a service. Mm-hmm. So I know you think product as like a skincare product, but no product as this is a product. This type of hotel experience is a product. It's it's a tangible product, like from start to finish. So this type of product I think would be really attractive to the typical treatment client or mm-hmm. that's what we'd like to align ourselves with mm-hmm. somebody if you like hotel sensia you'll like the treatment so i i knew erin was gonna love it um i didn't realize i didn't think she'd love it as much as she did it is insane <laughs> I, I don't even know how to explain it i've been to a lot of nice resorts before i mean that's where i've put my money is i'm not a big designer purse i don't like designer shoes but i want designer experiences mm-hmm. so i've done plenty of five-star hotels but there is something about the customer service here that is this effortless, not over the top. I mean, it is beautiful grounds and beautiful property, but everything is so intentional. I'm not staring at a $10,000 chandelier. I'm you know, looking at beautiful artwork and just stuff that just is understated elegance mm-hmm. with top-notch customer service. I'm like, like mind blown. It is, it, it, there's, and I even noticed that too. Like I'm, I told Aaron, I was like, I'm going to quit and work for this hotel or I'm going to become an intern. I'm going to ask the owner if I could intern for him because I'm just, I I don't know what the secret sauce is. Like it's kind of mind blowing because 
there I've been to many different hotels too, and I'm very discerning. So I'm, it's, I'm kind of cursed. Like I just, I, I know the ins and outs so well that like, I just, I know when they're missing the mark and it can be really kind of frustrating because I'm just the boner killer. That's like that light bulb is out and people are like, we don't care. I'm like, well, I do because it's a detail that should not be looked over, but somebody has looked over it. A gardener saw that broken light bulb and did nothing about it, you know? And that's the way I, you know, when I was at the treatment full time, that's how I looked at it too. Like Erin would get pissed at me because I would put lids back on things when she wanted me to take, because she needed to get in them. And I say, no, like you have to be prepared at all times for like people to visually aesthetic, Mm -hmm. you know? And so if someone would take a picture for Instagram and post it and not all of the tongue depressors were full, Megan would like lose her shit. I, yeah. In a good way. It's a good way. It's a good thing, way no, to think No, I remember, them. yeah, when we sold a certain product and it was missing from the shelf and somebody posted it on a story, I would immediately reach out to the front desk and say, please go into room one and replenish what's missing on the shelf because mm-hmm. it's visibly noticeable. So anyways, long story short, I'm, I'm cursed, unfortunately, when it comes to this type of um, expectation. So I was like blown away how they even exceeded my expectations, how the anticipation was ahead of the game. Yes. Like, it was before I even asked, they already had it down. Like I didn't have to suggest, Hey, could you print this for me? I would send them a paper and they say it's already printed and on your desk. Or, um, you know, we understand that the check-in's not ready. So we've arranged, you know, this place for you to change. We have a palapa waiting for you. We have a cabana waiting for you. Um, the menu is already sent to your phone. Uh, you know, we already know that you, um, don't like avocados. So we're not going to, you know, like it was just, they remembered our names. Like everybody knows your name. Yeah. Like it's it's a very small property too. I believe it has forty two rooms. rooms and three villas, so mm-hmm. like three homes. It it is an, a, a a sizable property, but there are not a lot of people here, even though it's fully booked. Mm-hmm. And there's always room. You're not running to the pool to try to get a chair. So ratchet. When you like, when you look down at the pool and you see all these people like running down at 7 a.m. to throw shit on their lawn chairs. Yeah. yeah. No, here it's, it doesn't feel that way. Like there's a lot of, it's very spread out. You're not on top of each other. It feels very private. It feels very, very exclusive, but not like pretentious. So it's not like a whole bunch of people showing off. I haven't seen any name brand, any designer, but you could tell these people are loaded. Yeah. So like there's nobody walking around with like a fat Christian Dior bag or like a Chanel pendant. Like they're all subtly rich. You can just tell by like maybe like their piece of jewelry or, you know, there's the swimsuit cut or something like that or just the books they're reading. First of all, people are reading books. No one is here. looking at their phones. No. No it's, one is. And and they ask, they say, if you could please respect in public areas, trying not to be on your phone, which is really, really cool. So it's just, it's, you know, the room blew our minds. Um, aesthetically speaking, it's really minimal, uh, very white um, with a, like a little punch of color, like cool life plants. One thing that kind of blew my mind was that they, I had a long cell phone cord charger and, and I asked Aaron, I was like, Hey, is this your charger? Cause mine didn't look like this. And they had like wrapped it up and then put like a leather tie around it with the hotel Sensia logo stamped on it. And I was like, what the fuck is this? Like I, they not only wrapped up my phone cord, so it looks neat, but they have their own emblem on it. Wow. And everything's then, branded subtly mm-hmm. in a very classy way. Yeah. Yeah. So 
they gave us um, like uh, the Hotel Sensia beach bag, which is super cute and reusable. Um, Javiana sandals. Everyone got their own pair. Mm-hmm. Each night you receive a gift at Turndown. So Turndown Services when they come in to prepare the room for bedtime. So a lot of times with turn down, they'll put a chocolate on your pillow. They'll pull the shades. They'll put a little like floor mat or towel at your bed. Uh, It's very old school and it's very charming. And, or they'll put like a bottle of water by your bed to just to prepare you for bedtime. So they usually do that when you're at dinner. And I think that when we would eat dinner at the restaurants, they would communicate to the housekeeping service because we never ran into them. It was never like, oh, sorry, I'll come back later. It's like they always had things cleaned or refreshed when we were gone. Mm-hmm. Next level. So um, at Turndown, they left us one night uh, really cute like bookmarks, like a little set of bookmarks. They left us postcards. Um, they left us a little candle and a cute like Every night's been Basket. different. The first night it was dark chocolates. Then mm-hmm. we got the little jelly candies tonight. Mm-hmm. But it's not just food. It's, uh, yeah, like you said, a little candle, Postcard. a bookmark. It's yeah, very thoughtful. Like a guest book. They gave you matches, like really, really cool stuff. And then when I told them it was my birthday, they put balloons in my room. They gave me a little ceramic. It almost looks like a pineapple, but it's like a little ceramic jar. Really, really special. Just their touches are next level, next level touches. They have an espresso machine in the room. So mm-hmm. I've been drinking cute little Nespresso's out of ceramic cups that are made in Mexico, it says. Don't take it, you know. Maybe no, I'll give you a present. No, 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 no. And they, I mean, we, they have a TV, but we haven't turned it on. We haven't felt necessary. And um, I mean, it's just sumptuous in one word. Like it, they have flowers that are picked that they don't like put on the bed, you know, but they actually like have them in vases. Also, they have a straight up jacuzzi in the middle, in between the shower and the bedroom. So it's not like a jacuzzi, like a heart-shaped corny jacuzzi. It's Mm -hmm. like a very mellow kind of like spa that you can chill in. And so you can essentially wake up out of bed, walk into the spa, then walk out of the spa onto the other side into the shower. It's like a two-story rain shower too. It is 10 feet tall. It is huge. It's crazy. Oh, and then they have a bathtub as well, and they have a double sink. So, And this is the entry-level room, too. Yeah, so... This is not a suite. This is the basic Entry-level means the cheapest room they have, or like the most basic room. So it's just next-level design. But it's been, you know, and the, the people who are staying here, really mellow, really, you know, really chill. Nobody's, you know, it's just... I don't know. Energetically speaking, it's just different. I will tell you this. We've seen multiple celebrities and like who's who and athletes and fashion designers, entertainers, and no one is bothering anybody. No. 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 You could tell it was like an A-list when they had put up like some privacy partitions. Yeah. But even I went to the... I've been to the gym a few times and this morning I went and I got on a treadmill next to Jason Wu, the fashion designer. And mm-hmm. I just kind of like... Just do my treadmill, was, you know? Yeah. Everyone's just, it was, it was very, very interesting. Yeah. Very they, have cool. a, they have a salad on the menu named after him. So it's crazy because Aaron was like ordering this Jason Wu salad and he was in the palapa. And then I was next running to next to him on the treadmill. Yeah. So Aaron loved the gym. The gym was so nice. Yeah. It just, the equipment was so nice and, you know, they're wiping everything down in between and they have waters and cold ice towels and 
fresh apples. It's just, it, it's beautiful. Yeah. So beautiful. It's one of the places where you feel they, they have wrapped rolled towels in the bathroom and you wonder if there's like a little elf under the sink who just keeps replacing it after each one's used because it doesn't make sense how it looks so neat and tidy in a bathroom. And I think there's ice cubes on it. I just wonder how do these ice cubes not melt? Mm-hmm. Looks beautiful. In addition to us being in the room and going to the beach and working out, we also did several spa treatments while we were here. I did three. That was the goal. <laughs> yep. We did uh, yeah, coffee exfoliation ritual. Uh, their spa is really awesome because they use a lot of local ingredients. Like they have their own herb garden. So before we even started our, our service, we had like a kind of like a ritual where we went to Ixtal, I think is her name is how you pronounce it. Ixtal, which she's the goddess of love, the mind goddess of love. And our therapist had us in front of Ixtal and they um, had some burning copal, which is the sacred wood that smells really earthy and aromatic. And they put it, they, they kind of like put it around us and they slapped us with some rosemary to kind of just prepare us for our service. And then they took us into our treatment room. So it was really beautiful how it was very symbolic and they try to interweave the indigenous culture uh, into it. And our therapists were fantastic, really strong. Each of the rooms has a shower in Mm -hmm. it. And I believe most of them have two massage beds if you wanted to get a massage with your partner. For us, we both had scrubs and I had a, one, I had a coffee honey scrub and another day I had a clay mask scrub and you do the scrub and then you take a shower in the room like the therapist steps out you go in the shower and then you dry off and then you go back in the bed and then they come in and massage you for an hour yeah yeah so they had their menus kind of it's small but it's really good um and I did so I did the coffee ritual I did the baño de reyes which literally means the bathtub the king's bath and it was so cool because this man he this uh the therapist his name was Francisco the woman like the front desk girl was like okay so we you know we usually women usually wear their bikini and uh you know for this treatment and I was rolling up in a one piece well and they did give us a did they give you a paper thong they offered it but I was, it was like, like a size four well I'm not thong. I didn't even look I didn't even look at it I understand they they do it so they want people to feel comfortable or so they don't want to feel freaked out but like I requested a male therapist like to rub all my jiggly bits naked. I was not going to, I mean, when they were like, you know, we usually, we usually, people usually wear their bikinis. And I was like, well, if it's cool with Francisco, I'm going to go naked. And he was like, I don't care. I was like, great, fabulous. So he was seriously, he was half my size. I mean, he was literally like five foot nothing. And we get in this like wet, wet sauna and he starts scrubbing me down. And then he's like, stand up to like get my, you know, booty and stuff. And I was like, I know I'm really big. And he was like, I don't care. And then I sit back down. It's business for him. Yeah, exactly. And then he leaves me to steam and then he rinses me off with rosemary water. And then he puts clay on my body, leaves me to steam, rinses me off with milk because that's what Kings did in back in the day. Mm-hmm. And then I took a shower. Then he dipped me in the hot tub, the cool pool, the infrared sauna, and then he gave me a massage. Jeez. It was truly a King's experience. At the smorgasbord of the spa. I, I, I've... I've experienced everything that spa could offer. Yeah. Like I had enough of the services where I was in different treatment rooms. I was in the locker rooms. I was in the waiting areas. I had the cold tea, the hot tea. It was amazing. I, I sat in the jacuzzi again where I first cried and didn't cry again, but I was very uh, overwhelmed with gratitude because it is so beautiful. I mean, I'm, you can seriously touch the jungle. Mm-hmm. It's like halfway in, halfway out. It was just incredible. So the spa checked off all the list ticked off all the boxes, I should say. 
And um, I said, let's try another property, another five-star property in the area. It's it's maybe a half hour away in this developed area called Mayakoba, kind of like this area in Quintana Roo. And Mayakoba is actually, an it's almost like a swamp marshland, like a parcel of four different hotels. So Banyan Tree, Andaz, Rosewood, Mayakoba, and there's a fourth one. I couldn't remember. Do you remember? No, there were signs for like eight different things. Yeah. So anyways, was, yeah. it's pretty much like you go into one entrance and then it's just like a big ass hotel. So Rosewood is um, a very, it's, it's an international hotel brand. It's in the five-star category. There's a Rosewood in Montecito. There's a Rosewood in New Mexico, San Miguel, San Miguel de Allende, Mexico. Uh, so pretty chic locales and Nice, really, really nice, mm-hmm. actually. Five stars. So I said, we should check that out. I want Erin to experience Mayakoba so she could see what it was like. It was just a different, it was a completely different experience, but I'm all about trying different things. So we went from Hotel Sencia after a couple of nights and then we went up to Mayakoba. And this hotel is actually built on a lagoon, a man made lagoon. It looks like the Disneyland Jungle Cruise. Yeah. You pull up and you get on like a little duffy boat mm-hmm. to get to your room. And it, I mean, the lead-in room category is exquisite. It's like a 700-square-foot place. Um, beautiful. But it, it didn't particular Going from the Hotel Sensia to that, it was a little disappointing. It was, it was just different. You know, I think when we were at Hotel Sensia, we were sitting on the beach, and we our checkout was around 11 or noon, and then we couldn't check in to the other hotel until 3 or 4, so we didn't want to get to that resort early. So we waited here late on the beach, and you, we kind of had to like peel ourselves off of the beach here to go to the next resort. Mm-hmm. I don't know. There was something about it. It was all very nice. Like It checked off all of the boxes. Someone greeted you. You had your own concierge that took you to your room, that gave you the tour of the Butler. room butler they you know here is your welcome platter like here let me curate and make a drink for you we have our own curated drink with mezcal and it was good it checked off all the boxes but there was just some essence about it that i don't know it just wasn't hitting right mm-hmm. rosewood <laughs> my co- rosewood is a corporation it's a chain mm-hmm. of hotels mm-hmm. and i think when you get to a certain size it's really hard to maintain an authentic intimacy it's just impossible like after you get to a certain room amount of rooms amount of staff you you lose quality control it's inevitable i mean i I can't think of a massive you know corporation or something that will notice if a lime wedge falls on the floor immediately and pick it up you know there are just certain things that we went from hotel sensia which was like eating filet mignon to uh rosewood mycopa which was like eating I don't want like a Kobe burger. I don't know. Like it's good. Yeah. It's nice. It's just not the same thing. Yeah. And it might sound very snobby. This just sounds very snobby. It might sound snobby, but let's just put it this way. There are just two very different experiences. So for some people, Rosewood Mayakoba would be absolute perfection because there were a lot of kids around. So their kids could play with other children. The beach was big. There were amenities or there were like excursion opportunities like jet skis and banana boats. Mm -hmm. And you could ride your bikes around. And there were five different restaurants that were like Asian. They were Asian to Italian. And then there was like breakfast buffets, but like, I don't give a fuck about a breakfast buffet. I don't even eat breakfast. I just care about coffee. What? Oh, ma'am. 
Oh, oh, mad. Oh, mad. One meal a day. She doesn't even know that. I don't even know. I can't do that. O-M-A-D stands for one meal a day. I'm an O-M-A-D type of person. Like I eat once a day. Yeah. The pools are beautiful and they had cocktail service, but our first interaction by the pool is we just sat down in some chairs and one of the servers came up to us and said, the food is closed. We're like, nice to meet you too. Yeah. I don't know. And you know, they were all really nice and they got a sparkling water, but you know, it just kept like missing the mark, missing the mark, missing the mark. Mm-hmm. So we we're at dinner and I like we, we had dinner and it was, you know, it was fine. And then um, we we had booked three nights at Mayako at Rosewood. And I went to the bathroom and I came back and everyone was like, I want to go back to Sensia. And I was like, what the fuck? What do you mean? Like, she's like, let's just go back. So I text the concierge at Hotel Sensia. That is another amazing thing. We had the concierge cell phone number yeah and megan was texting him like carlos yeah if you're out there listening carlos we love you and he was like i was like carlos i have a crazy question and he was like dime (laughs) which means like tell me in spanish and i was like i miss you i want to come back to you i mean to the hotel and he's like okay senorita megan let me look at some things and he was able to get us a room same rate same room cat well same room category, but different layouts. So we were able to experience two different room types, which was really, really cool. Mm-hmm. And we we left. I was able, you know, I told the uh, Rosewood that we had to leave unexpectedly, which is fairly true. I was not expecting to leave Mayakoba. No. Leave Rosewood. And um, we were able to get uh, the remaining nights refunded. I canceled all my spa appointments there. And we jetted back to Essencia. Yeah. So we were there for... 10 hours or yeah we spent sleep. the night there mm-hmm. we spent the night there mm-hmm. while they you know um while essencia arranged some things yeah again it was a beautiful property but i think that just gives me more insight about the treatment as well mm-hmm. you can check off all the boxes you can have all the amenities you can have all the services but if the authenticity isn't there it just doesn't translate and so that's something that i want to take back from this trip is to strive for having that authenticity and everything we do and making sure that we do continue to be authentic as we continue to grow yeah totally and also i just feel like the employees at essencia just had a genuine interest in being there like you could tell that they really enjoyed working there and that's why I want to intern for this guy at Hotel Sensia because I want to know like what is he doing for these employees like does he pay them really well or are there perks or benefits that make it really worth it or maybe just there's a lot of pride in working at an establishment like Hotel Sensia but it's just like it's to me I've never seen anything like it and it's not I mean you think like oh what are the best hotel brands in the world like the Ritz Carlton and there are books written about the Ritz Carlton way and like how Ritz Carlton as a service is something that a lot of businesses admire and mimic but it's um this was just completely different it was so intimate it was so anticipatory mm-hmm. and so what makes a five-star hotel a five-star hotel or um things like does every room have a bathtub is there 24-hour room service? Is there valet parking? Or there's just these weird little quirks and stuff that they have to cover. So Rosewood considers itself a five-star, but it's just, um, it felt a little robotic. Mm-hmm. It felt kind of like they were just reading a script. And for me, I'm very, I'm an empath and I can just smell that and I feel it. And I'm like, mm, stay away from me. Yeah. Especially for the type of trip we were going for. Mm-hmm. So we were very lucky to come back 
you had additional spa experiences mm-hmm. while you were here. I had one more massage with Francisco, the same short guy who rubbed me down naked. <laughs> He's like, oh. He was like, I don't care. I was like, Tall oh. girl again. I was like, otra vez, Francisco. Que placer. He's like, the pleasure's mine. <laughs> and he gave me a good little massage today. He was awesome. He was so cool. So yeah, I went to the spa again. Aaron did some work. Then we went mm-hmm. to the beach. Um, but yeah, absolutely beautiful. I, I went in the bathtub. I went in the hot tub. I went in the shower. Just, it's been an incredible experience and just really, really inspiring from a hospitality perspective mm-hmm. and a client experience perspective. Yeah. With this type of property, it's something you come to this property and you're staying here most of the time. Mm-hmm. We did do one, well, we did two excursions. We did an excursion to swim in um, the cenotes that were local, mm-hmm. like some private ones that the property partners with, which was amazing. And also on the property, well, right next to the property, there is an abandoned lagoon. And it's a pretty cool story. The lifeguard who worked at the hotel was just swimming in the abandoned lagoon and found a family of manatees. Mm-hmm. And now he takes, he they somehow convinced the abandoned hotel lagoon owners to allow the guests of Hotel Esencia to go over there. And he takes you on paddle boards and kayaks, shows you the little manatees. You can snorkel with them. It's a really, really cool experience. And that's something that's included in your stay. You don't have yeah. to pay extra for that. Yeah, yeah. They don't nickel and dime you. I mean, to stay here, it's not cheap. It can be kind of a sticker shock, but I think it was worth every fucking penny. Mm-hmm. And if it's if it's too much, you know, it's one of those things where it's like, well, book it out a year from now to celebrate an occasion and yeah. just save, squirrel away because you will not feel guilty spending the money that you spend here. No. It feels absolutely worth it. Not at all. So I think we're going to come back from this trip relaxed and refreshed mm-hmm. and rejuvenated mm-hmm. and spot up, not sunburn. No, I'm not sunburned. No, I, was, I got a spray tan and we put on a whole bunch of sunscreen, reapplied mm-hmm. different types of sunscreen, different methods, powder, mm-hmm. liquid. It was, yeah, we, we did good. I, I mean, I was with Aaron. I wasn't going to be laying, laying my ass out and getting it tan. Not getting crispy. She would have with me. slapped me. She would have <laughs> been like, I'm leaving your ass here. <laughs> uh, well, that is our little Mexico trip podcast. Yeah. We are heading home tomorrow to yes. the States. And it was a good time. So we highly recommend this resort and just this area in general. I think it's so beautiful. It's different. If you live in California, you're probably used to going to Cabo or Ensenada. It's just different. And I would highly recommend it. Yeah. So if, it. if you guys want to go on a trip with us to Mexico, maybe we can do something in the future. Mm. Yeah. I'd look, drop that on my Instagram and yeah. a lot of people are interested. Maybe we could do a through thick and skin retreat. Yes. So if you are interested in that, let us know in the comments on one of our recent posts. Yeah. Slither into our DMs and let us know you want to go to Mexico with us. We can plan an epic trip, but you know, just some ideas that we want to cook and brew and definitely ideas that came from this trip. So hope you guys enjoyed or listen. No, this isn't sponsored. I wish Hotel Asensia sponsored us (laughs) through me like a 14 day stay here so I could learn from the owner and staff but yeah completely just um from our own experience happily Mm -hmm. shared with you all loved it all right guys we will see you next week bye